Corinthians 10 and 17. Once you're there, you will be stand for the reading of God's Word tonight. This is one very well-known verse, but we'll stand and we'll honor the reading of God's Word. Romans 10 and 17. Praise the Lord. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. I want to read that verse just while you're standing one more time. Just very carefully try to focus your attention. Focus everything upon the Word of God tonight. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Father, tonight we pray that you would unstop ears and Lord that you would speak your voice you would speak with the voice that wakes the dead. <clears throat> Lord, we pray, O oh God, that hearts would be opened supernaturally by the power of your Spirit. Lord, we realize tonight, Lord, it is not by might or by power, but it is by the Spirit of God. So, Lord, we pray that you would unstop every year, that you would open our hearts, Lord, that through the hearing of the heart that faith would be generated and Lord there would be the act Lord there would be an act of faith in our hearts tonight towards Jesus Lord there are those in this meeting tonight they're lost miserable in their sin Lord empty and broken and dry Lord we pray that the wind of God would blow into this meeting and that you would save precious souls Lord there are those in this meeting with a touch of God in their lives a supernatural touch. Oh Lord, we pray tonight, Lord. Oh God, open our ears to thy word and let thy word, Lord, find a place in our hearts. And may we act, Lord, on your word. Oh God, tonight we pray that the Holy Ghost would come down, like we mentioned this morning, that you would come upon us afresh, that you would have your way in this house, that Jesus would be glorified among us. Lord, we pray, Lord, that when we leave this place tonight, we can truly say it has been good for us to have been here, for here we met with the Lord. That's our desire, that we meet with you tonight. We ask all these mercies in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take your seats together tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. We can just remain seated tonight, just give our focus to the Word of God refrain from moving about just to keep our attention on the Lord. Others are distracted when we move in and out. I know some people have to, but there are many that don't. And I just ask you tonight to respect the house of God and other people that are trying to listen in. We can so easily distract others from the word of God tonight. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I want to just take a few moments to just to concentrate our minds and our hearts upon this amazing verse because in this very room tonight there are there are basically two realms there's the realms of the possible that is what we can do that's what we can achieve in our own strength and by our own means but then there is the realm of the impossible that's the realm that god works in it's impossible tonight with man but it's possible with god in other words if you're here tonight Maybe perhaps you're not saved. It's not going to be by the possible. It's going to be by the impossible. The born again experience is a miracle. It's a supernatural experience. It's when God comes down and touches a heart. And I wanted to say tonight that in the meeting, very, very much at the start of this message, 
that perhaps there's someone in this gathering tonight and just in, the, in your life you're empty and you're broken and, and you're just at a place of just at the end of yourself. But I, I thank God tonight that in Christ tonight that you can have a meeting with the living Christ. Your life can be completely transformed by the power of God. That God would do the impossible. That he would completely change your life in a moment. When there's an act of faith and repentance in God. It's, it is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others. He can do for you. This verse tonight. So faith comes by hearing. And this is so important because this is not with the hearing of these things on the side of our head. This is... This is a hearing of the heart that, that, if, that if, if God by His Spirit gives you the ability, and I believe that it's, it is His desire to open every heart in this room, irrespective of people, that He would open your heart that you can hear the words of life, be, 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 uh, enter into the very depths of your being. And faith comes then by that hearing. It's the hearing of the heart. It's not an intellectual thing. It's not something of because we're intellectually able. It's simply tonight that by the power of the Spirit of God, that God can open a heart and open the conscience of a man, that God can cause a man or a woman or a young person, even one of these little boys or girls, you know, it was such a joy this morning, uh, to lead young junior to the Lord. He gave his life to the Lord. This at the back of this meeting and sitting down at the back of that a little child can understand that he needs to be saved and to hear that little voice just ask the Lord Jesus Christ into his heart praise the Lord not only does he save but praise God he also keeps and so in a moment that God can open a heart in this room by his spirit a heart a life that's miserable perhaps even can I say this perhaps even you've come through these doors and you've no thought of getting saved you've no interest even of getting saved. But I want to tell you, when Saul of Tarsus was walking that road to Damascus, he had no interest in getting saved, but in a moment, God met him on that road. And that gives me hope in this room tonight that even if you've come in with no interest in getting right with God or getting saved, if you've come into this room tonight, perhaps even with sickness and troubles in your home, and you're maybe not even coming in expecting because you're so overcome by the troubles of life, but I want to tell you something tonight. God wants to meet every single one of us in this room. And so faith comes by, by the hearing of the heart. And the hearing comes by the Word of God. That's the Bible. That's the Scriptures. That hearing comes not just by us having a debate or a discussion. But that faith comes by the preaching of the Word of God. Jesus said in John 6 and 63, He said, It is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. But the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. In other words tonight, that you can, you can hear the words of life. That the Spirit of God would quicken His Word right into your heart tonight. And a life can be changed by the power of His Word. That in a moment when that heart is touched, you know we sang that great hymn tonight, My hardened heart was touched. Can you remember that moment that your life was changed by the power of God? Your heart was touched. 
Thy pardoning voice I heard. There was an exercise of faith on your behalf in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in a moment, a miracle took place. It's not possible with man. It's not religion. It's not turning over a new leaf. It's not becoming a Pentecostal or a Methodist or a Presbyterian. It's the born-again experience. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. It's the miracle of the new birth. And in a moment by the power of his spirit that God could touch a heart tonight. Maybe a young man or a young woman, miserable, sitting here in their sin with no purpose. Destroyed by the power of sin and empty in every way. But in a moment that heart is touched by the power of the spirit of God. And by faith in Jesus Christ, your life completely changed in an instant. Not just for time alone, but for eternity. It's amazing what the Lord can do in a moment. Faith is the very means by which the, the entire, as it were, economy of this kingdom, the kingdom of God, faith is the very means by which everything functions. Just like in that natural realm, everything of this world functions on the basis of having money to be able to purchase, to live, to survive, to increase. We need that which is the financial monetary gains. But in the kingdom of God, thank God tonight you don't need money. You don't need finance. It's faith in God tonight to believe God that in this kingdom it functions by that faith. And faith comes by hearing. The prophet Isaiah says, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. He that hath no money, come ye by eat. Buying wine and milk without money and without price. Why have you spent money for that which is not bread? You've wasted your life in the things of the world. You've poured out to try and find pleasure in that world. But you'll never find pleasure in the world. Now none but Christ can satisfy. He's the one that satisfies the longing of that heart. And when Paul writes to the Galatians, in Galatians chapter 3, I want you to listen carefully. Remember, faith comes by hearing. A life can be changed. An individual can be touched by the power of God in a moment when faith enters that heart and there's an act of obedience on that word. In Galatians chapter 3, if you have your Bibles, listen carefully to what Paul says. Galatians 3 and verse 1. He writes, O foolish Galatians, now he's writing to the church, who has bewitched you? Who has tricked you that you should obey not the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth and crucified among you? This only would I learn of you. Now listen carefully. Receive ye the Spirit, capital S as the Holy Spirit, by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. If you've received the Spirit of God, it's not by law, but it's by the hearing of faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Wherefore do you spend, sorry, this only when I learn, receive you the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, you're now made perfect by the flesh? I want to stop for a moment and just talk, just for a little second, just on those that are younger in the faith, those that are young believers, and perhaps even others, because it's so easy to veer off that path of faith. It's so easy that even after we're saved and we go on with the Lord for some time, that all of a sudden we think that we're going to keep this and do this ourselves. 
The tragedy of that is we fall into the flesh and we begin to feel and we wonder why we're feeling. We think it's because of our works or our good living or what we're trying to do. And that will feel it's never, it's never by us. It's always through him and by him. And Paul's saying, so you've begun in the spirit. And maybe there's some believers in this room that you've started so well. But tonight you've veered off that path of faith and that overcoming life, and now you're in that works of the law, you're trying to do it yourself. Friends, how many people know that the arm of flesh does fail us? It fails us, and so we try to live the Christian life in the power of our own strength. Could I tell you, I'd be honest with you, and I, I did this many times as a young believer, I thought that I could live the Christian life by my own strength. Could I tell you, every time I tried that, every time I failed. And it was being taught through even my failure but God's mercy that it's not going to be by my strength, it's going to be by the power of the Holy Spirit to live this life. And so Paul's writing to the church and saying, have you received this? Have you received this through the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish, he goes on to say, having begun in the Spirit, you're now made perfect in the flesh. Have you suffered so many things in vain? and yet be in vain. And in verse 5, this is what he says. He therefore that ministers to you the Spirit, and worketh miracles among you, doeth he it by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith. Look what he says. The ministry of the Spirit, and the working of miracles, is it by the law, or is it by the hearing of faith? In other words, tonight, not only is salvation through faith alone in Christ Jesus, but the working of miracles. The working of miracles is through the hearing of faith. Now there are people in this room tonight and you need a miracle in your life. You need a miracle in your home. You need an intervention of God. You're here tonight and you need a touch of God in your life. But it's not through the works of the flesh, but it's through the hearing of faith. And we sing that song, I believe we sang it this morning, that you will not leave here the same that you came. Because if you have an encounter with God, your life will be changed in an instant. But there's a realm of the possible, and there's the realm of the impossible. And so when we hear the words of life, and they enter into our heart, then there's a responsibility within every one of us to act on what we're hearing. This is what Paul writes in, in that chapter that we're reading in Romans chapter 10 and verse 8. He says these words, But what saith it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, and it is in thy heart. That is the word of faith that we preach. That if you will confess, there's an act then of that faith. If you will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart, that God has raised him from the dead. What does the Bible say? Thou shalt be saved. Think about it for a moment. That if there's an act on that word of God tonight. If there is a response in your heart. And the genuine and the sincerity of your heart. Only the Holy Ghost knows your heart. Nobody else. Not the person beside you. But the Holy Ghost knowing your heart tonight. And speaking into your life tonight, that if you respond from your heart, in the depths of your heart, the Bible says that if you would believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is raised from the dead, that in a moment a man or a woman can be delivered or saved in an instant. That's the power of the new birth. 
A miracle happens in your heart. There was a man in the Bible every day his life was miserable. He got up in darkness. He got up and he was depressed and he was empty and he was broken and he sat by the side of a road. But one day, just one glorious day in his life, when he's sitting by the side of a road, empty and in darkness, people tell him that there's a man walking past this way and that man is Jesus. And this man began to cry out of the pit that he was in and the darkness and the depression. And he began to cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy. Everything of the natural realm was sent to him to be quiet. Sit down. Don't disturb the master. He's not interested in you. Can I tell you tonight, friends, every person in this room, Jesus is interested in you. Your natural mind will say, don't call out, don't get saved, don't give your life to God. You'll never keep it. You cannot do it. But I want to tell you tonight that Jesus is passing this way. And that man in his miserable life and darkness cried out, Jesus, my son of David, have mercy upon me. And the Bible says that Jesus stood still. And he commanded him to come. And you know what he did? He cast off his garments. This blind man, Bartimaeus, it says that he cast off his garments. Those garments of sin, depression, emptiness. He cast off the garments and he came to Jesus. And Jesus says, what would I have me to do? And he says, that I might receive my sight. Oh God, that I might have sight tonight. And I want to tell you, friends, if you're here and you're not saved, you're blind. You're blind and you're dead. But if you call out to God like Bartimaeus tonight did, all those years ago, you'll stop the Savior and he'll come to your life and he'll open your eyes and he'll give your life the purpose that you're longing for, to be born again of the Spirit of God. You know what Jesus said to Bartimaeus? Thy faith, thy faith has made thee whole. You see, he could have just remained seated on that road. And Jesus could have walked past in his depression and in his death and in his darkness. And friend, you're sitting here tonight in your death and in your darkness and in your brokenness and in your depression with no purpose in your life. The seed of the devil, the devil's telling you, this is your life, there's more out there to experience. You're going to miss out if you get saved. He's a liar, he's a thief, he's come to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus has come to give you life. Life to the full. So you can remain seated. The realm of the natural. Believe the devil's lies. Be filled with darkness and depression like Bartimaeus. Or tonight you can get up and you can call out to the Lord. There was an act. There was an act of faith. Faith, as Ronnie said on Wednesday night, you know, if you want to be a Christian, you really want to be a real Christian, then be prepared to take risks. Take risks. That's what faith is. The natural stage is very comfortable. But I love Peter. Because Peter's the one that just swung the leg over the boat and all the others sat in and said he's never going to make it. But I'm going to tell you, there's only one man outside of Jesus that walked in water. And his name's Peter. Ah, but the Ulster man said he sank. But praise the Lord. The Lord lifted him. <coughs> Took a risk. He wanted to be with the Lord. And he walked on the water. He walked on the water. See, faith comes by hearing 
But I'm also aware tonight, you can hear the word, you can hear the preaching of the gospel. It enters your ear, but not into your heart. You can hear the word being preached, the word being preached. You can actually even hear the voice of God. And it's critical that you do, as we looked at it last week. You hear the voice, you hear the word. But do you know something tonight? That this word, this word that is preached, the gospel that is preached, is of no benefit to you. Not a remarkable thing to say. That you actually can hear the gospel, but actually it becomes no benefit to you. Let me tell you what Hebrews 4 and 1 says. Let us therefore fear, lest the promise being left of us entering into his rest, that any of you should come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached, listen to what the Bible says, did not profit them. It was no profit to them. Imagine knowing that great night there in the end of the mission. What a night it was. When the gospel's preached and the power of God's in this place, three precious souls get right with God. But there were others that were in this that meeting that night and are maybe even here tonight. But it did not profit you because, why? Because what the Bible says, the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. You ever wonder? Lord, surely tonight they're bound to get saved. Has anyone ever said that? I'm sure a lot of people said that about me. Said it about you too. Surely tonight the big lad's bound to get saved and still as hard as nails, hard as the road is to say, walks out. I want to tell you something. Never be duped by the outward appearance. Not true. It's not so true. You think it's not going in. We think that they're not hearing. We think that God's not convicted. We think that God are all together. We think everything's just going along for them and they're not interested in the gospel. I want to tell you something. You're in this room tonight, every person God's speaking to you. Your outward man, your outward woman might just go out the door and may you come in and pretend that nothing's happening, but I want to tell you God's speaking. Oh, God's speaking. What has to happen is in what you hear, not in your head. Your head will be telling you a million things. Your head will be telling you a million things. That's not for me. But I want to tell you in your heart tonight, because God deals with the heart. He deals with the heart of man. He deals with the inner man. God speaking. And when God speaks into that heart, if we could process these few words that faith comes by hearing, I know tonight, at this very moment in this meeting, that there are those even in this meeting that are not saved or not right with God, but I know, I know, I know, I know, I know that the Spirit of God speaking to your heart. Oh, God's speaking to you. God's knocking on the door of that heart, but it requires an act of faith. It requires an act on your part it requires for you to do something. God is not going to push down the door and come in. God patiently waits at the door of a heart and knocks on the Spirit of God. That still small voice whispers, come home. 
He knocks patiently. But there has to be an act of faith. There has to be an act. The faith must be mixed in that heart. And there must be a call out to God. Lord, like Bartimaeus, have mercy upon me. Lord, I'm tired of this old broken life. I'm tired of this old miserable life. Lord, would you have mercy? And thank God he's a God that's rich in mercy. The power of faith. The Bible says that without faith, we heard it last week, they hear the voice of God. They hear God call. They hear him plead with you to come to be saved. For God to call you. For you to say no. Friends, think about it tonight. That you can hear his voice. You can reject his voice. The Bible tells us last week we looked at it. Everlasting punishment. Rejecting the Savior. Sobering, isn't it? The Bible says this. If we have faith, listen to this. Believers tonight, listen to this. If we have faith as a grain of mustard seed, think about it, a grain of mustard seed. We used, you give everybody a mustard seed. Many years ago, Leon, a little tiny seed. The Bible says if we have Faith, even the size of a grain of mustard seed, we can say to this mountain, remove hence to yonder place and it shall remove, and nothing, nothing shall be impossible unto you. Let me ask a question tonight. When is the last time you exercised faith? I'm not talking about your intellectual ability. For all the knowledge that we gain in the Western world, I'm talking about when we actually stepped out and exercised faith, even faith the size of a grain of mustard seed. Is there anyone in this meeting you need a mountain moved? Mountains speak of obstacles or impossible circumstances or things in our lives that we need them mountains moved. Do you know what the Bible says? Just a grain. Faith the size of a grain of mustard seed. We can say to the mountain, Be thou removed in Jesus' name, and it shall be moved. Anyone believe that? The faith of the Lord, the faith of the church of Jesus Christ, coming to an end in a few moments, but the faith of the church of Jesus Christ does not rest in creeds, it does not rest in denominations, does not rest in churches and chapels and ministries and abilities. The faith of the church of Jesus Christ rests solely in the resurrection of the Lord himself. Paul says, if Christ be not raised, our faith is vain, and we're all still in our sins. That our faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I want to tell you, even though these days are difficult and dark, but I believe they're the most exciting days for the church to exercise faith. This faith does not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And friends, I want to tell you, there's maybe some in this room tonight, and you've been looking at all the wrong places for the answer. You know, you think of those women on that resurrection morning, and they're making their way up to the tomb. The Bible tells us that they stooped down, and they looked in, and they seen two angels, one at the head and one at the feet. 
And as they're looking in, there's a voice comes back out. What does it say? Why seek ye the living among the dead? You know, often we are stooping down and looking into the impossible, looking in into the darkness, looking into the death, scrambling around the world to try and find an answer. Well, I want to tell you there's an answer coming straight back at us. And it says, why are you looking for the living amongst the dead? He's not here. Glory to God. He's risen. Christ is risen indeed. We look often for the answers in the wrong place. We search around the tombs of this world to try and find the answer. But the answer tonight is in the resurrection and the life. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ has ascended into heaven. He's seated at the right hand of God. He's alive. Praise the Lord. He's alive forevermore. And the Bible says, Be ye not hearers only of the word, but be ye doers. For if any man is a hearer of the word and not a doer, He's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass and then he goes away and he forgets what it was like. God responds when there's an exercise of faith. Without faith it's impossible to please him. Well, I want to please God. I want to please him. But there has to be an exercise of faith. An action of faith. There's no one ever been saved without faith. Ever. And there never will be a man or a woman saved without faith. For your healing, for your deliverance, for those mountains to be moved, there has to be a response. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Oh God, tonight there might be a part of mess in this room, lost and in darkness, dead in sin, depressed and empty. But once you call out and exercise faith, Jesus, have mercy. Praise God, and he's able to save. You're here in this room tonight, you have a mountain. I don't care how big it is. Long time ago, on the first trip that I went, not the second trip, Trevor, the first trip that I went out to Nepal, I did fly past Everest one time. The next time I thought I'd seen it, but every mountain looks like Everest when you're going across the Himalayan. Said Trevor, there's the Everest, but it wasn't Everest, just another big mountain. The first time I did fly past them, what a mountain that is. But the Bible says that mountains melt at the presence of the Lord. You think the Mourns, you think Donard's big? We're all chuffed with ourselves when we climb Donard. We want to see Everest. But every mountain can be moved in Jesus' name. Mm. With faith. You can be saved tonight in this room. You exercise faith in the finished work of the cross. You're willing to throw off your garments of sin, repent, give your life to Jesus. In a moment, your life can be changed forever. It's amazing what God can do. There's the realm of the natural and the possible, but there's another realm in this room tonight. It's the impossible. That's the God that we serve. Let's pray together.